everyone, welcome back to another podcast. So in this podcast, I'm going to be giving you some tips and tricks for growing slash keeping your plants alive. I know the whole keeping your plants alive isn't in the title, but it's just some tips that you should know when you first start like gardening. So if you're new to gardening or you're just giving it a, giving it a try, or if you have a tendency to kill your plants, um, I'm going to be giving you some tips and tricks um, for keeping them alive. Um, so I'm going to be sharing some, like, I guess, tips from like my own experience, but we'll also look online for any articles um, or like lists of things you can do to, uh, I guess, take care of your plants. Um, and this is one of my episodes that I thought would never get made just because I started making this episode on August, or not August, April 24th, I think. Um, and here is August 3rd and it's still not made yet. So I thought I'd finally get around to making it. Um, and yeah, hopefully you guys enjoy this podcast. Um, quickly before we start, I just want to give a shout out to the usual, uh, squad, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, um, the people I usually give shout-outs to, so we have the Ellis Productions website, Cat Story Pod, my website, my merch, um, the second channel I have with Cat, which is a movie review channel, um, currently, um, the movies we have reviewed are Raya and the Last Dragon, Bambi, and Cruella, so make sure to go and check those out, and then, of course, I have a live streaming channel, so make sure to use that link to go and follow me so you know when I'm going to be live, because I think, um, from now on, and I keep saying this in my podcasts, but from now on, I think I'm just going to tell you what day I'm live streaming on. I'm not going to give a specific time, though, um, just because my first live stream ever, it felt very, like, rushed to get it started um I was a little stressed out because um well not really stressed out I guess I was just really in a hurry I knew that you guys would be like whatever if it started late because I didn't even expect anyone to join but I had eight people join which was amazing um but I think from now on I'm just I'm just gonna be like I'm live streaming on this day um at this time anywhere from like 10 in the morning to 6 30 at night so make sure you're following me so you know when i'll be live because you will get a notification so anyways enough talking um well enough talking about the intro and everything and uh shout outs um without further ado let's get into today's podcast Alright, so the first tips I have, tips and tricks I should say, that I have for you are kind of things that most gardeners already know, um, and those are that your plant needs plenty of sunlight. Um, so I know that if your plant doesn't get a lot of sunlight, it's just going to start to look a little wilted. Um, it's not going to be growing as big as it could be. Um, sometimes the soil might be dry, um, and you'll just keep watering it, um, which takes us to our next thing, which I'll get into, which is overwatering. but just make sure your plant is getting a lot of sun. You can either put it outdoors, put it in a nice sunny spot, like on the windowsill, or you can invest in a, um, it's like a plant light, I think it's called, and what it does is... Um, you turn it on, you can put it on a timer, so if you're away at work or school or whatever you need to do, vacation, um, it will come on and it will shine, like, I think it's like a UV light or something, 
I'm not quite sure what kind of light it's showing. It's shining on the plants. You'd have to double check me on this, but um, it basically shines the light on the plant, and supposedly it's supposed to make the plants uh, more colorful if they're flowers, bigger if they're like produce, and just more. You just get, you know, it just looks more healthy. There we go. <laughs> Sorry about that pause there. Um, but they sell them cheap on Amazon. I've been thinking about getting one, but I'm not sure. Um, I think on Amazon, uh, the one I'm looking at has one little head, um, which is the light needed, uh, you know, like the little, basically there's like a base and then there's like a metal wire thing and then there's the head. Um, so the one I'm looking at has one head, um, and it's like $11.99 free shipping if you're a Prime member. They're very reasonably priced. It just depends on how many heads you want. Um, if you have a lot of plants, maybe you can go with two. Um, currently, I have, I think, four indoor plants, so I wouldn't need a whole lot of those heads. Um, but those uh, that plant light thing is recommended for people with succulents because I know... Either my succulents get too much light and I forget to water them, or they get not enough light and too much water. So I definitely know that I would need those for my succulents because I've killed all my succulents. So that's great. Um, sorry, that took me a while to get out what I was trying to say. And ow, I just bumped my knee on my desk because I spin around in my chair when I'm recording, which I probably shouldn't be doing. So you guys can hear me. But like I was saying, the next thing we're going to get into is overwatering. So it's very important that you do not overwater your plants just because um, if you do, they're just going to die, honestly, especially if your pot, your plant pot does not have a drainage hole. So I remember to talk about drainage holes because I have this whole thing pulled up um, for tips for keeping your plants alive. And the first thing is choose the correct pot drainage. And it is extremely important for your plant. Um... I know that if you have an outdoor plant especially, you need to have drainage. Otherwise, if you get a ton of rain, it's just going to start to flood the pot. I know that I grew some morning glories from seeds, and I put them outside once they were big enough, and then they just got, like, flooded, um, which I was a little upset, but they're, they're still alive. They're still doing good, um, but you really need a pot with a drainage hole because I remember dumping out the water from my morning glories because there was so much water buildup in them um and that's not good for them it can like literally just like wash out the plant and kill it and it's just really not good for your plants um if you have indoor plants I think you're a little safer if you have ones without drainage holes. I know that for indoor ones that I'm just starting out with, like when they're just little seeds, um, I know that I like to have pots without drainage holes just because I constantly am moving them back and forth from the table to the windowsill, table, windowsill. And I know that if I water it in the morning and I don't have like the special thing you're supposed to put under it like to catch all the extra water, it will just get water on the windowsill. And I know that I'm super careful with watering my plants, so I don't need a drainage hole pot for my indoor plants. But I know that for my outdoor ones, I definitely need a pot with a drainage hole. Oh, and by the way, guys, this podcast is a continuation from the tips and tricks for succulents or whatever. It's like my second podcast episode ever. Um, I think this is going to be episode number 54. It depends on if I stick with this or if I end up just abandoning this um, podcast.
podcasts again, but I think I'm going to make it through this podcast. So the next thing we're going to talk about, I'm going to pull up the list, just kind of help guide me. Um, Use good potting soil. So I know that there's special potting soil for special plants. Um, I know I have a, uh, I have a, um, Sorry, I'm just trying to think of it. I ha- oh, there we go. I have special soil for my succulents. Um, and it's like a super good draining soil just because succulents don't like having a lot of water. They're used to surviving in a climate where they don't get a lot of rain. Um, so I use that for my succulents, but I would not use that for like let's say my tomato plant, just because if I use that for my tomato plant, the water's going to constantly be draining and it's not going to get um, the water that it needs, which is also going to kill it. So you have to be very careful when you're buying soil to make sure to look and see what it's good for. Um, usually the succulent soil, I use the miracle Grow one, I think that's the company name, and the bag is orange, so it's easy to tell what one you're using. Um... But yeah, you got to be very careful about that. Oh, and this goes back to the thing about overwatering. If you are someone who overwaters your plants a lot, I think Miracle Grow has some like water store and crystals where you can overwater your plant, like not on purpose, but if you accidentally do, it's no big deal because when you're transplanting your plant into a pot, what you do is you fill it up with soil, then you put in a little bit of the water crystals, and then you put in your plant and then the soil on top to finish it off. Um, And what the water crystals will do is when you water your plant, if you overwater it, the water crystals will will store the water and hold it there until the plant needs more water. And then it will let the water go and the plant will get some water. So I was thinking about that, but it's a little expensive. It's like $10 for like a small bag of it. So I was thinking about it, but I'm like, eh. I think I'm very careful. I think that'd be more useful for my outdoor plants that don't have drainage holes, but I'm still not sure. But for those of you who really overwater your plants, I think you should get that. I would not recommend using that for succulents, though. The next thing we're going to talk about, um, watering not too much, not too little. Sorry, that's just on the list. We already talked about that. Give them plenty of light. We already talked about that. Keep your pet away. So if your pet has a tendency to eat the plants, dig at the plant, if it's like in a huge pot indoors, then you got to make sure that you somehow keep your pet away. Put it up high, put it in a place where they're not allowed to go, but still gets lots of sunlight, um, and you'll be successful in that sense. Um, what was I going to say? Um, if you have outdoor plants in a garden, you can use some type of like animal repellent and I mean this doesn't really relate to your pet but it relates to the whole animal thing um just to keep animals away I know that in the past I've done a garden and the animals just dig it up but this year I got some like dried I don't know what you call it not like the dried blood that keeps animals away but it's some kind of dried pellets and it keeps a variety of all the woodland creature animals that you can think of away from your garden and I've had no problems so far with animals digging up my garden. So I've been very happy so far. Um, Learn about your plant. Oh my gosh, this is super important. I recommend you download an app called Picture This. You can basically scan your plant and it will tell you about it. Um, It will make it like a guess for as to what your plant is. All the guesses are not 
100% correct, but still, um, it's good to get an idea for what your plant is. I think you can also subscribe, and it's like maybe like $10 a month or $10 a year. It might be $10 a year, which is super cheap, and you have like 24-7 access to like a live chat or something. You can like actually talk to real garden people i forget their name like but i have begins with a b um and like you can talk to them 24 7 you can actually have plant experts and like diagnose if your plant is sick so i recommend um spending some money in that app and downloading the that app if you're super serious about keeping your plants alive just because um like experts will tell you what to do with your plants if you're like a VIP. I've never been a VIP. I've been thinking about it though. Um, but even as not a VIP, you still get a lot out of the app. And by the way, this is not sponsored, but you know, I'm making it seem like it's sponsored. Um, watch for shade. Yeah, make sure if your plant likes part shade, part sun, it gets that, not just like full on on sun or full on shade. Um keep an eye on the temperature. So if your plant is temperature sensitive, then you gotta make sure it's like not too cold or not too hot. Um, so yeah, those are just the basic tips on this list. We're gonna move on with more um, plant tips. But quickly, before we do that, I'd like to let you guys know that today's podcast is kindly sponsored by Anchor. Um, so thank you, Anchor, so much for sponsoring today's podcast. All right, and now let's get back to talking about the tips and tricks for keeping your plants alive and making sure they grow to be big and healthy. All right, so I found another list of stuff um, to keep your plants alive, it says. Um, so we're just going to go through these quickly because I do have another like kind of what thing I want to search, I guess I was going to say website, but another thing I want to search um, that I think a lot of people should like, I guess, know about, I mean, I should even know about, um, and that is how to keep your plans alive when you're on vacation. Because when you go away, if someone doesn't like check on your house or anything and they don't water your plants, your plants are probably going to die, especially if you're on vacation for like a week or more. All right, so let's just go through these quickly. Um, find the care instructions on the label or go online to find or know about your plant, um, which we already talked about the app. Picture this. Um, make sure you water it as needed. Make sure it has drainage holes. Um, make sure you're cutting off the dead from your plant. It will just help the plant be healthier and everything like that. Um, if your plant is outside and big, make sure to fertilize it. Um, just don't go too crazy with it. And if your plant's indoors and tiny, you don't need to fertilize it. It should be fine. Um, and make sure you find a plant that matches your skills. So that means that if you're... A person who doesn't water your plants often find a plant that doesn't require a lot of water an example of that could be a succulent they only need to be watered like once every two weeks if you're someone who likes to like water all the time lots of overwatering, find a plant that's like very hardy and just can withstand some overwatering, not all the time but still some so an example of that could be a marigold um, if you like to overwater so much, find a plant that's just, like, 
fine with overwatering, can grow in the water, like, something like that, I don't know. Um, so yeah, just make sure you find a plant that matches your skills. Um, why is it hard to keep my keep plants alive um they require certain levels of humidity constant temperature levels or specific amounts of water zebra plants and other plants can be difficult to keep alive okay so how to keep my plants alive on vacation how to keep my plants alive when how to keep your plants alive when on vacation um so shower your plants before you head off for vacation give your plants a good shower literally um so just overwater them a little bit um i feel like this goes more for outdoor plants than it does for indoor because if you overwater indoor they're gonna like really die especially if they have no drainage um so i guess this applies really for outdoor plants just make sure you water them a lot because it's fine to overwater your outdoor plants a couple of times just because um they're in the ground and the ground goes down deep so it can absorb all the extra water um use self-watering planters so i actually saw one on target online and i was a little confused for what it was i still don't quite know what it was but apparently maybe you like fill it up with water and it gives it to the plant as needed but they're cheap too i saw it for only three dollars so i'd have to go and look into that a little more um, move plants to a shady area, which is so true. Um, if you're not going to be home to water your plants, then put them in a shady area because if they're receiving a lot of sun, their soil is going to be dried out a lot. And I guess this goes for potted plants that are indoors, um, or even outdoor plants. Just make sure they're really in a shady area, um, where it gets plenty of shade. Um, and I was going to say one more thing. Um, what was I going to say about my plants? Oh, I forget. Oh, also, um, I guess you can also look at the forecast for days that it's going to rain. This is what I was going to say before. Um, so, for example, if you know when you're on vacation, um, let's say you're on vacation for one week. If you know that two out of, like, the seven days it's going to rain and you, like, leave your plants outdoors. Well, this is more for outdoor plants, not for potted plants. Um, then your plants should be okay just because they're going to have at least two days of watering from the rain. So, you can always look at the forecast for that. But... When you go on vacation, if you don't have someone check on your plants, just know there always is the possibility that your plants might die. It's They might. It's not guaranteed, but they could die. Um, so anyways, I think that's all the tips I have for you today. Um, this podcast is like 20 minutes long, which I think is a good length for a podcast. Not too short, not too long. Hopefully you enjoyed it. I finally got around to making this podcast it only took me let's see how many months april may june july august i'm gonna say three months i'm not including april or august just because august isn't over and actually you know i'm gonna count i think i'm gonna count april just because i started this at the end of april so april may june july so four months finally i got around to it i'm starting to get around to all the podcasts i started like months ago but never actually finished so if you guys enjoy me digging through all my podcasts and doing the ones I started but never finished, let me know on my website or in my live stream, which again brings me to the point to make sure 
you subs or not what am i saying subscribe i guess you can subscribe to my website because i will post on my website the day that i'm recording but i won't give a specific time but also follow me on podbean on my live streaming channel so i want to thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast if you enjoyed this podcast make sure to share it with others and check out some of my other podcasts um Thanks again so much for listening, and I'll talk to you in my next episode. Also, sorry if the ending music of this podcast is different. Um, I'm using my Chromebook to record, which also brings me to the point to remind you guys or let you guys know that the audio might be a little different than me recording on the iPad. So just a little heads up. uh, Just a little heads up, I should say. Um, Thank you again so much for listening to today's podcast, and I'll talk to you in my next podcast. Bye!